So, hi, Ben. Hi, Chris. It's me, Ben. It's me, Chris. It's been a little while since you actually got to sit down and record something. It has been a minute. So, this is a mini-sode. It is. We are not quite ready. I think last time we talked, we should make a quick announcement. Uh, We said we were going to do for our Westerns by the Decade series, which you can uh, follow if you're a subscriber. Uh, we said we were going to do the Outlaw Josie Wales for the 70s. Yes, and we are changing that we to are High Plains Drifter. High Plains Drifter. We've switched horses mid-saddle or something. <laughs> like rather appropriately switch, stated. Switch saddle mid-horse. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> but, they're both Clint Eastwoods, but, and they're both in the 70s. Yes, yes. So, I understand this is probably one that you're very interested in watching, though. I am. This is one that um, I was interested in watching both of them, because I've seen them both a long time ago. Uh, so I was excited to revisit that era of Clint Eastwood. This This is kind of his era where he... Uh, post uh, Man With No Name kind of launches into his own, doing his own thing, directing his own movies, writing some of his own movies. He basically launched a directing career that continues to the time of recording and uh, into the future. So yes, catch that next time we we release an episode of our Questions by the Decade. We're talking about the 70s. Should be pretty soon, but because we this have the movie. Week, <laughs> <laughs> this week is Valentine's Day. It is. Yes, and since everybody's talking about Valentine's Day and everybody's doing their special Valentine's Day thing, uh-huh. I thought we could do a special Valentine's thing. Now, at the time of release, it'll have been uh, the previous Friday. You're right. Yes, it's so. true. But um, in the, the afterglow of Valentine's Day. Yeah. We, I uh, had an idea for a Valentine's Day episode, but I don't really know if it's going to work or not. All right. Well, let's uh let's take a look. What have we what have we got in store for Valentine's Day? A pop story in Valentine's Day celebration. I thought we could talk about super couples. Super couples. Super couples. Good heavens, you're out of my uh you're out of my realm. <laughs> well, it's kind of out of my realm as well. I was kind of doing a little bit of research and trying to figure out if Superman and Lois Lane were indeed the longest lasting comic book romance. Apparently they do have some competition for that. Oh. Um because apparently Superman and Lois Lane do break up every once in a while. They do. Their, their long history. So they've also that is got true. In the, for competition, they also have uh, Mr. Fantastic and his wife, Invisible Woman. Um, apparently, when does Aquaman, that uh, when does that comic start? Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. That's in the '60s. That's uh, it's kind of starts the whole the whole Bronze Era, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's at the very beginning of Marvel's tenure. Yeah, their domination. Yeah. Um, I don't know why '64 sticks out in my mind, but I don't I don't really know when Fantastic Four actually comes out. I feel like it's earlier than that, but I, I am not an expert by any stretch of any imagination. 
yeah, I probably should have done more research on on Fantastic Four now. But they're they're a close competitor with Lois Lane because they're so so famous. Right. Um, but uh, they also they also have some competition in Aquaman and uh, and uh, Mira. So what's her name? I don't really. What was it? What's uh what's her name? Mira. 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 Okay. You know, like, I've never name. I've never read Aquaman so. Oh okay. I saw some well, of the old uh, Hanna Barbera cartoons. Okay, well, I guess that really made Aquaman famous, actually. <laughs> uh, I, I read the the New Fifty Two, which, I mean, there's a lot of different reincarnations incarnations of uh, Aquaman. So, yeah, I have no. No, nothing else besides that idea in my mind and I knew we wanted to go in different directions other than movies but I just ran out of time of research so yeah Valentine's Day Valentine's Day indeed power couples <laughs> so when you when you first said super couples I thought you were talking about you know uh, Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston and their ilk like uh, yeah. Hollywood power couples, I didn't realize you meant uh, super couples. Yeah, that's, just, that's why I put like super couples because it's kind of funny. Anyway, uh, I actually know very little about the whole whole uh, gossip ring of the of the rich and famous of Hollywood. I know I know nothing about it. So so speaking as someone who who's a regular comic reader, I feel like the um, it's almost like a uh, relationship in a sitcom. It kind of um, it kind of depends on tension a little bit. Like, will Lois Lane find out Superman's that Clark Kent is really Superman? Will uh, will they get together? That's true. And uh, actually, in the little research I did do <laughs> um, in the mid '40s when. Uh, you know, Jerry and Jack are still still writing and drawing for the Superman comic. Uh, they actually had come up with a storyline where Lois Lane finds out that Superman, who Superman is, and instead of uh, and, and they become partners in fighting crime. Yeah, and that of course was uh, shelved by the editors. They like that that doesn't work. What uh, what era was that? That was Roughly. in the 1940s. In the 40s, wow. Yeah. Because they, I know they tried to do that in the films. Back in the back in the 80s, yeah, Super, they, Superman 2 has kind of hinges on Lois and uh, Clark getting together. Well, I also know, like in the 90s, the television show Lois and Clark. Right. Yeah. They, that was very much the premise. But I feel like once you do that, the the temptation is to do that as a writer, because that's what fans you want the fans to kind of clamor for them to get together. But then once they do, you've lost your your tension, and all the conflict goes out of the story, or they have to break up, or someone's memory it's, has to be erased. <laughs> I've seen that in a number of television programs. Yeah. The there was one show. I think they did very well when they continuing the show, even though they did get together. I think the show Castle, I think they did very well. Oh yeah, 
I like Castle. Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Nathan Fillion's one of those guys who's just entertaining no matter what he's in. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I I've enjoyed this new show, The Rookie, although I haven't I haven't seen like the last half season. I have not seen that yet. It's it's pretty entertaining show. Are they on season two? They are actually. They renewed it. There was some talk about not renewing it after the first season, but they did renew it. I don't know what's going to happen for this third season because, like I said, I've kind of not watched it for a little while. Yeah, it's an interesting time in TV. What with all the uh, all the competition and all the different streaming networks and things. There's a lot out there to watch now, and kind of overwhelming. Time, <laughs> yeah, my personal time's taken up a lot with uh, Disney Plus, uh, and uh, of course Disney Princesses and such yes so that's, that's kind of what you watch when you have two little girls yes that and uh the black hole because that's on disney plus you know that is on disney plus and i have not watched it i think <laughs> i think i might have seen that once a while back but i i, I heard you talking about it because you're all excited about it i'm i'm always excited about that movie it's just so it's so ludicrous it's fascinating to me Another film I think is on Disney Plus, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but isn't Return to Oz on Disney Plus now? Ooh, I don't know. Because I really kind of want to see that one. Uh, a book I'm reading is uh, a book about George Lucas. Yeah. And uh, they mention it. And so I'm like, he was I involved in that. that. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go back and see that too. I saw it when I was a kid, uh, and it left an impression on me for sure. It was quite, compared to The Wizard of Oz, for a little kid, it was quite scary. Yeah, apparently uh, Jim Henson is involved with it. And... Yep, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of puppetry and things of that nature. Uh, but I, yeah, I need to revisit that one. It's almost, uh, almost worth diving into the Disney Plus well. Well, we managed to get off of the Valentine's train again. We did, but we're good at that. <laughs> I feel like... All Valentine's Days are kind of like that. You start out with great pain, great intention, and then they kind of just, yeah, let's just watch Netflix. <laughs> True. You're not wrong. <laughs> remember remember last time, Chris, um, oh, that's a good thing we should talk about before we uh, before we go. A couple, a couple more items unrelated to the, our main topic. Um, but uh, last time we were supposed to talk about Heart of Darkness, and we ended up talking about why we talk about movies so much. Yeah. But uh, you did you, I assume you finished Heart of Darkness since we last I did, talked? I did finish Heart of Darkness. And? I need to go back and read it again. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so dense. It requires it, multiple readings. It really is. And it's interesting because it's only, it's like 100 pages long. And I feel like he jumps around so much that you get kind of lost in his description and then boom, you're somewhere else. And you're just like, what happened? Did I miss something? You go back and you reread it, like the half page that it took to get there. And you realize, no, he just jumped that much. Yeah. There's the, the material in it could have been expanded for a much longer book. And it just gets confusing. Yeah. Of, I think he was at a, uh, a time in literature too, when that sort of, uh, experimentation was kind of coming to the foray yeah 
That was uh, kind of the dawn of uh, modernism. So I think he was kind of a, a liminal figure transitioning into into that style of writing. It's it's a fascinating story, though. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Without without giving anything away, without any spoilers, uh, can you tell us what you thought of the ending? Honestly, I was kind of confused by the ending, and I guess this just kind of shows you how smart I am, or not how or not how smart I am actually. Um, but in, when you kind of talk to uh, was it Kurtz? I think Kurtz is the character. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of like this guy that he idolizes and then he finds out that he's not he's just he's kind of this human guy and i was under the impression that uh that kurtz really thought highly of himself and kind of made other people think of him as like this god character right i didn't catch that when he was talking to kurtz directly but when you talk to everybody who knew him including his his ex-girlfriend or kurtz's ex-girlfriend yeah at the end of the book they just idolize him, and I'm a little confused on why that is. <laughs> so uh, it's it's as confusing in the ending for me as, as the rest of the book was. So I really do need to go back and read it. Yeah, I uh, I as we mentioned last time, I need to go back and read it as well. So that's our that's our homework assignment for, I guess, sometime this year to go back and reread. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I'm going to go to the library and get the Cliff Notes. I think that's yeah. Think Sometimes that's helpful. Uh, yeah. The other piece of news I have to share is uh, I'm reading for the first time an actual Marvel comic book. Like an actual Marvel comic book. A Marvel comic mm. book. I I have mm-hmm. never read like Marvel before. What? <laughs> no, I've never read any Marvel comics, Chris. Really? I think we've talked about this on the podcast in the early days. Um, but yeah, I've never, I've always been more of a DC guy and I'm familiar with the characters, of course, because of cartoons and movies and everything else, but I've never actually read the comics until now. Which one did you choose to start with? Um, well, going back in time a little bit, I did read a history, the, the untold story of Marvel, uh, which is a, uh, history nonfiction book about Marvel comics. So that kind of got me interested and I decided to dive in with a compilation. It is the essential Marvel essentials uh, trade series. And I decided to start with Thor. Good choice. So Thor, I'm, I'm delving into the world of, uh, of Marvel. <laughs> I'm only you know, 50 years behind the curve. Well, you know, I'm not as familiar with Marvel uh, either. I think we've established that already previously on the show. I'm much more of a DC fan. But I have uh, really enjoyed in the recent months reading Black Panther. So we're yeah. also we're both starting our journeys on Marvel. Maybe I'm a little bit more ahead of you, but... Uh, Good job, good job. Thanks. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's the the stories are not that compelling, uh, but there are some pretty cool villains, and the art from Jack Kirby is pretty impressive. 
just the sheer uh the sheer quantity <laughs> that he was able to churn out cuz i think he was drawing like three or four titles at one time that's incredible and just i mean you know pages and pages flying off his desk on a daily basis yeah. and there the the quality is uh not it's not fine art obviously but uh it's for comic art it's quite exceptional by the standards of the time and even by the standards of today i think so yeah that's what i'm uh that's what i'm reading awesome so we need to read more fantastic four Mm -hmm. and i need to catch up with you on thor (laughs) so well i'm good on that uh did you have anything else to add nope i guess that concludes our minisode uh be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode Tell us uh, what you think about what's our question of the week here. Ah, tell us what you think about uh, Valentine's Day. What did you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, what's a uh, do you have a pop culture tradition for Valentine's Day? I know my wife and I always watch a Pink Panther movie for Valentine's Day. That's a great tradition. That's a tradition that we have. So my yeah, wife and I were watching Cary Grant this year. So hey, usually do like a classic rom com. That is always a good choice for yeah. Valentine's Day. So yeah, share so, that with us. You can uh, tweet us at Popstorian, Instagram also at Popstorian, uh, Facebook Popstorian, or of course email us yes. at popstorian.com. We would love to hear from you. Send us uh, an audio file or a message or a carrier pigeon, and we will talk to you next time. Bye.